You're listening to DraftKings Network. We talk about a lot. We talk about ba, ba, da, ba, ba. We come up with uh, the, oh, we teach you about a shot you probably never heard of. It happened at the Dominican Republic. Well, they lost, unfortunately, to Bermuda. But it was the cross come shot. Plus, uh, there's so much. Uh, we talk about the men's national team and everything that's happening with that. And uh, RIP to Weston McKinney. Uh, well, that sounds very bleak. Uh, he's doing totally fine. In the second segment, we're talking to the keeper from the Keeper Institute. We talked to Tori Kosar, Maria Lloyden, and Jill Lloyden, uh, giving us all the insight on all things Keeper because their their heads are kind of weird inside. They're kind of <laughs> crazy. They let us in. But yeah, but we get to see their the sensitive sides. Also, all this and more today on the Cool Hey, this is Alexi Lawless. There is nobody in U.S. soccer that is more important than the Cooligans. Yeah, baby! Dominicana. Oh. Out. Poor Cuba going through. <laughs> Pour some Brugal out for DR. Uh, and see your cousins slide under the bottle with their mouths <laughs> open. Uh, welcome to the show. I mean, we have, uh, we're going to rush right through. There's a lot to There's talk a lot. about. There's we a have, lot going on. Uh, international break. International break. There's no break for Cooligans, though. <laughs> we got, we got, the, you know, uh, as they say on Jesus and Miro, illustrious guests. We got illustrious. We guests. also have some illustrious guests. Uh, we also have got some illustrious gifts. <laughs> That's right. That, that, they do illustrious guests. We do illustrious gifts. Yeah. You can have all the people you want. <laughs> we want them shipments coming in. Uh, yeah. Shout out to, we'll give a, a, a shout, shout out to, to a everybody. couple people yeah. in the car. You know, Start it, with shouts to us for getting gifts. Shout, it's really, I mean, it's really on. <laughs> uh, we, we, we've climbed so far. We've, mean, got, we've got, look how far we've come. We've gone like, I mean, this, this is really the achievement that everybody's trying to go, go <laughs> after. It was just like, yo, what's, what's your gift game like? I know, right? What's your swag bag looking like, dog? <laughs> you're looking kind of light there. I know. Can't come at me. Oh, oh, you get millions of dollars in advertising? That's cool. What about them free swag type <laughs> gifts, though? Exactly. That's where we, you know, that's where we're setting ourselves apart from yeah. the rest. Uh, yo, no, no other soccer podcast yeah. can compete. Go to my accountant. We're losing money, so I ain't paying taxes. <laughs> what's up with all your clothes? <laughs> Being of the same yes. brand. Nah, I gotta go. <laughs> We're hemorrhaging funds. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? We got lots of teas. We're and hemorrhoiding tanks. gifts, though, because <laughs> they popping up every week. Welcome to the show. My name is Christian Polanco. And I'm Alexis Guerrero. Uh, together, we are the Cooligans. We are your favorite stand up comedians that host a soccer podcast. It is not only the funniest soccer podcast that you've ever listened to, it is also what? It's the gulliest soccer That's podcast. That's right. And, I, 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 and you know what? I think we're, we're making. The, the the American soccer world a little gullier day by day. People are now starting to reach our gully levels. Yes. And Other gullometers. Amazon <laughs> sold out of gullometers. You go on there and search. You can't find any. So and it's MLS clubs that are trying to get MLS clubs are like, yo, these cool agains, they kind of fly. I think we got to start yeah. talking like them. I think we got to start sending some gifts. We're waiting. <laughs> We're here. We uh, got one pizza box. Thank you, Orlando City. Shout to Orlando City. So, um, th- but no, Minnesota United for the win coming through on Twitter. 
Yo, you, they use they use the word gully. They came, yo, they hit us in the replies, my guy. <laughs> okay, they not just, the DMs. They were like, yo, no. we're gonna make this public. We need the world to see this <laughs> just before our stadium opens. <laughs> we so, need the world to see two things: Allianz and the fact that we gully. <laughs> <laughs> so you had uh, uh we um, from the Cooligans, you had, we had retweeted the video of uh, the, uh, the supporters chanting uh, in an empty stadium. Em- yeah, because the, empty as far as the field. The, the yeah, yeah, it was jammed. A, it was uh, the uh, you know like a, a soft open, a soft for, for the season ticket holders so they can see the yeah. stadium and uh, talisman, all, talisman was there. Talisman caps. They loaded some pictures of the them. Just talisman, yes, yes. Mister Talisman, sir, <laughs> sir, sir Talis was there. Uh, they loaded some pictures up from on their account. So I like you could see like people were as you scroll. Yeah, and if you follow people from uh, Minnesota, shouts to True North Elite, shouts to uh, Dark Clouds. Uh, you could see people were loading pictures of them like stories on Instagram of them walking through the stadium. It's pretty dope looking. Exactly, and. Uh, uh, I, so the the video itself was pretty cool. Seeing all, all the fans sort of like already get, like preparing for what it's going to look like when the games uh, start happening. Yeah. But uh, after after we had shared the video, Minnesota United uh, hit us up in the replies with, uh, "We're just trying to keep it quote, we're just trying to keep it gully as possible." Wow! Amazing! Wow! Beautiful! Well, success! <laughs> okay, welcome to luxury. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> People uh, all the time. We get this all the time. Executives of MLS. First thing they asked me when I saw one of them was, "What does exactly mean to be gully?" Using the word gully on Twitter. That is, yeah, that's a good sign. That's. A, that, I got to be honest, you're in the building. All right? We're not sure what level, but you're gully. Exactly. All right. Uh, you got through security. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> because you're so gully, you were like, get out of my face. You, you just mushed the security guard and <laughs> which, got right in there. Which is the, not illegal. That's how you get into the gully building. I, I'm going to have to say this might be the first time an MLS club on any platform on social media has used the word gully. I have, I have. I don't know. I've, 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 been, do I've been keeping track since, yeah. uh, since 1994 yeah. or whatever. The guy we have at the, <laughs> what's the, the size, seismometer. What's the thing that uh, the measures earthquakes? A seismograph. seismograph. <laughs> you know, the guy is like asleep. He like the, wakes up to the first sound. Yes. That's the, the, that, that's, the gully seismograph. The seismogully. <laughs> that's, that's been my job for the last 25 years. <laughs> um, Harry did nothing until that one day. Uh, but no, how cool is that? It's, just it's the coolest. Nice, nice uh, feeling uh, just to see that. So, uh, so okay. Shouts to you, Minnesota United. And shouts to us. I'm, I don't know who's running Minnesota United uh, social media, but yo, you're doing it right. Yeah, you gully as hell, dog. <laughs> you gully as hell. It's time for to walk in, uh, uh, you know, your boss's office. <laughs> Demand Put that your p- Tim's right on the desk. <laughs> <laughs> Demand that raise yeah. that you deserve. It's about time I get in on some of this tan. We seem to have so much. Yo, of. Yeah, you be spreading it around <laughs> no. to all these other dudes. I be oh. seeing all these signings. Yeah, man. Yo, I saw the team last season wasn't doing that great. Okay. Yeah, yeah we wasn't popping. It wasn't popping like we are now. So where's that money? Where's that? Well, give me some of that gam, <laughs> that tam, that YTF. Give me some of it. So. Uh, also, I want to, I want to, I want to uh, edit right now. We're going to live edit. You say all the time when you start this podcast that we are a soccer podcast, not nah, son. We, the soccer podcast. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's actually incorrect, but nah, okay. <laughs> we're the soccer podcast. Sure. Everyone else is an association football. podcast. <laughs> we are 
the soccer podcast. Okay. Uh-uh. Okay. Well, all right. Shout out to okay. be in the soccer podcast. <laughs> Glad we stopped the show for that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Live edit. Um, uh, yeah. So we usually start the show. If, you, if, you, if this is the first time you're listening, uh, we usually start the show by showing love to the people who show love to us. And we. People who say shouts to us. We shouts out them. Exactly. Right? <laughs> I don't know. I think this, this. I hope you don't mind me using the Queen's English. <laughs> <laughs> but like our, our English is not why you come to listen to the no, show. Yeah. Facts. <laughs> soccer talk. English. Nothing. None not, of those. Accuracy. No, no. Not here. Why? Yo, go one of them boring ass podcasts. <laughs> we ain't got none of that. But uh, we did get uh, a, a review in, and this was probably. This a- is on paper. <laughs> yes, this is. Uh, Someone mailed us. A five star review. The first. This is through Carrier Pigeon, I believe. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, so we have uh, we have a review. Uh, you want to read it? Yeah, uh, this comes to us from Fishtown FC, which we've we've retweeted. We've shown them love. We've talked about them on yeah, the podcast. They have those Fishtown John like, those John kits, the, the jersey with the John on it, right? Yeah. With the John as, the, as the, sponsor. the sponsor. Fishtown is a neighborhood in Philly. If you don't know, it's where my arch nemesis had a pizza place that is now closed. Is that uh, real? Yeah. No, for real. <laughs> Who's your uh, arch nemesis? Oh, there's a, well, there's a long story. He's my arch nemesis. I don't have to talk about it. Just for real. It's a long story. But okay. also, Pizza Gut is out there. Shouts to Pizza Gut over at the Win Win Bar. I believe that's the same neighborhood, if I'm not mistaken. But I know he's not that far from there. And that's a great pizza okay. place. And the dude's actually going to open up his own pizza shop soon. So look out for that. That's kind of dope. Uh, maybe y'all could do something together with Fishtown FC. So here we go. Alexis and Christian, five star review. No subject. The okay. subject is just Alexis and Christian. We'll go with that. <laughs> Thanks for the love on Twitter and the pod. No doubt. Uh, you guys keep us laughing and we truly enjoy the content. Enjoy the t-shirts. We would have sent the John kit when they come out, but AC fair, uh, AC Fairhill is getting all the proceeds from them. Come to Philly soon. Love FTFC. Okay. So I did not know that we were sharing the uh, John kit that all that money goes to, I believe it's a charity, AC Fairhill, unless it's just like some rich guy. <laughs> Hello, this Hello. is AC Fairhill. <laughs> Welcome to AC Fairhill Industries. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Welcome <laughs> to the pattern of AC Fairhill. I am Sir AC Fairhill. Uh, I will get all the money of your kid. Uh, yes, I don't imagine that's the case. But uh, yes, we did get these t shirts. Thank you so much. Don't, you don't have to apologize. We get so many gifts. It doesn't matter so what many. the gift is. No, I appreciate the apology because I was kind of looking forward to one of those kids, but don't worry about it. Yo, uh, if you want one of those drunk kids, go buy it, go to, uh, I think I uh, go to fishtown yeah. um, fc.com or check them out on Twitter. Uh, FTFC fishtown FC and all the proceeds go to AC Fairhill, which is, uh, which, I yeah. believe is uh, the, the cousin of the Coke brothers. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he's, he's like, his middle name is Unilever. So pretty powerful guy, uh, <laughs> but, but you know, but he's not going to say who's related to, no, 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 <laughs> you no. know, you're going to have to guess. He won't say what side of world war two. He was on. <laughs> uh, you two, think he knows there, were, there were two sides <laughs> to the story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> okay. good, good people on both sides. Yeah, I, was, I, uh, I learned it from uh, yeah, you know yeah. the the guy who Mueller found nothing on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for wasting two years of our lives, buddy. Um, you think you think AC Fairhill knows Oxnard Guerreros? You think <laughs> oh, they sure. went to the same boarding oh, school? Sure. Oh sure, I think they attend <laughs> uh, the G eight together. <laughs> Yeah, the Bilderberg <laughs> meetings. Hello, Oxford. Good day to you, AC. Uh, isn't it good to just be on top? <laughs> mm. Anyway, 
Uh, so thank you so much. Shall we eat another baby? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, again? Oh, I'm famished. We have the same thing every year. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh. <laughs> anyway, uh, wow. This is trust me. This is the soccer podcast. <laughs> uh, thank you. According to Mr. Oxnard Guerreros. <laughs> um, so uh, for those who don't know, Oxnard is the genius brother of mine. That's right. So I, and also, they're a, a club in California. They're a club in, in Oxnard, California, <laughs> called the Oxnard Guerreros. But we just made. That into my smart brother, <laughs> the guy who did all the opposite shit that I did. <laughs> so, uh, okay, so let's. Uh, there's so much to talk about. Uh, we have again, we have uh, a great guest coming up, Jillian uh, uh, um, uh, uh, Lloyden and Tori Casaro. Yeah, uh, goalkeeper, goalkeepers. We're gonna have a. We, we haven't had goalkeepers on this show before. No, we haven't. So we're gonna get really into it and talk about. We talked about like we've hung. We hung out with Louis Robles. Yeah, stuff like that. But we've never actually had on goalkeepers. Exactly. And they run a goalkeeping academy as well. Exactly. Kind of so there's going to be a lot uh, that we're going to talk and about. And they have stuff to do with uh, Sky Blues. Sky Blue yeah, G- Jillian was uh, the uh, goalkeeping coach for for uh, for Sky, for Sky yeah. Blue as well. So uh, we'll talk about that uh, stuff as well. But uh, let's start with Gold Cup, right? Because we, we now know officially who will be a part of the Gold Cup this summer. Uh, and we know... So, <laughs> yes, as their intro song, as their intro music, every game, <laughs> whenever they score a goal. <laughs> so, um, yes, that, that is why uh, we're excited because yeah, uh, Cuba did make it into the Gold Cup. Is it? I believe this is the first time. Yeah, I'm, I'm not 100 percent sure about that, but <laughs> probably, probably. I that's a safe guess. Yeah, um, some would say. It's the first time they've played soccer. Uh, <laughs> uh, where's the Gold Cup taking place? Uh, all over the U.S. All over I, the U.S. Always is, yeah. is there a chance that I could go to a Cuba match? You asking and, for my permission? Or? No, no, no. Is there, <laughs> do you think there's a chance that they play locally that I could go to one of the games and hold up a Seburio Fidel sign? <laughs> you know what? According to, I think, USSF, that might be a political statement that they might have an issue with. But I don't think they read Spanish. <laughs> well, how about this? I'll hold it up, get it on camera. And then I'll get arrested and they'll take it away. But like, I'll <laughs> no, they won't get arrest on. you. They might take it away from you. I'll pull another one out. <laughs> God, you can have that one. Blat out. <laughs> hey, that's, that's fine. It would be a lot of fun. I'll tell you that much. We should petition law in order to make that the new <laughs> interstitial. <laughs> so the uh, so we know uh, what teams are going to be in there. Obviously, the U- U.S., Mexico, the big old, big old teams, Jamaica. Uh, I think so. The couple of the surprises. Goliaths to our David. A couple of the surprises um, are let's. I mean, El Salvador made it in uh, Nicaragua, um, and then uh, yeah, uh, Bermuda also for the first time. Bermuda looked good though. Bermuda against. So we'll talk about that game in a second. But uh, so Cuba. Right after crying. <laughs> Cuba did play uh, against Haiti, but they, they lost, but yeah. they, they had a great goal differential. And because of that, uh, I think, I, I th- who was it that they played? They, I think it was St. Kitts. Yeah, it was St. Kitts or like, a, what was it? Granada, maybe? Yeah, it was one of those. Yeah, and they, they scored just, tw- like 14 goals. 14 goals. So once you score, when you score four, 14 goals yeah. on a team, that's going to do <laughs> real good, good yeah. really good for your goal differential. Alright, you're looking like uh, Man City right yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
Um, so the, the last, uh, if, so if you guys remember a couple of months ago, we, we were talking about Cuba and DR. They played about three months ago. What and was the, what was the result of that? I don't remember. You don't, re- you probably don't remember. I, I don't to remember. Be honest. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do remember. It was either. one nil to Cuba. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so they, uh, which obviously turned out to be a very, very important game, yes. uh, especially for Dominican Republic. It was a huge Had win. Had you have won that, you would have probably qualified after this loss. Uh, Probably. Uh, well, uh, DR didn't have the, the great goal differential, so it still would have been uh, fairly tough, but I, they probably could have made it in. Uh, so that loss to DR turned out to be uh, th- that loss to Cuba for Dominican Republic turned right. out to be kind of basically the difference and, you know, and why Cuba is sort of in. So, and so, so thank to, you. To some degree. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. Shouts <laughs> to DR for losing that game though. <laughs> they, uh, they were, they played against Bermuda. I don't know how m- much people are paying attention to nations league. So th- if you don't know, uh, th- these matches were CONCACAF nations league matches. Right. And this also determined uh, what leagues everybody was in for. Right. So they, they break nations down in CONCACAF into like divisions, if you will. Exactly. For, for so, promotion and relegation. Right. So there's a top tier of nations, right? Your U.S., your Mexico. Your, and, a, and Cuba. Cuba is also in League A uh, because of their result. In are the, we really? <laughs> for real? Yeah, they are. Bro, where we belong. Okay. <laughs> so let me rephrase that. Cuba, USA, Mexico, all in the same league. Yeah, in that order. Yeah, in that order. <laughs> Uh, and you know, Canada, I think, is a, is in B. I think no, got, Canada is in A. Is well. in A as well. Then they ain't that trash. No, no, I thought they. I thought something happened where they got moved down. But um, so, in other words, these these games matter in the sense that you can get promoted and relegated as a nation. Yes. Yeah. So now, and just like it's happening in in Europe with the Nations League, uh, same idea. Uh, you know, these were sort of kind of uh, the, the 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 leagues themselves are going to. Uh, you're going to be playing with this, the, the, a similar level of talent, and right. the hope is to like one excel, as you become better. Yeah, yeah. so you will kind of know from a, from a nation perspective where uh, you sit, where you sit, yeah. and also the hope is that there, there's a real incentive to improve. I mean, we talk about pro rel all the time and how you know it, it will make uh, teams better because there'll be there'll be something there's at the pressure they don't want better, they yeah. don't want to get demoted so let's see it happen in real life and now i mean it put me in real life you know what i mean like <laughs> we've never done it Everyone's soccer's like, very real I don't know if you- <laughs> oh no it's not just fifa what have i been doing for these three years i thought it was a simulation yeah. man <laughs> oh no dude <laughs> it's broken man i think what i'm saying is everyone espounds the you know the, the good nature of of promotion and relegation and says like oh it would be great if we did it well we're kind of doing it now exactly. so let's see it in action let's see it in real life yeah uh it would have been uh it would have been so great to see dr in uh in the gold cup obviously uh and playing in league a playing in these bigger games the the dominican national team the players were like literally in tears at the end yeah they, they just if you didn't see uh look so in, in general this is fairly uh, like an exciting time for CONCACAF, right? So if yeah. you are a fan of American soccer, uh, a, a fan of just the, the CONCACAF, Caribbean soccer, all this stuff, there's so many these, just, just by uh, having Nations League, which sort of... Uh, adding this new layer of excitement towards uh, because international, you know, yeah, but people still kind of like bitching about 
the Nations League. They're like, it's still not that significant. I think once you see how this, like, this first run turns out and people see, like, oh, there's actual consequences yeah. to losing these games. These aren't friendlies anymore. Now, I think people will be like, oh, like, DR fans will be like, yo, all right, now we got to show up. We got to cheer even more. Exactly. Because we got to get them the, back the up. The Nations League is going to get more people from these smaller countries. Right. Uh, and fans of, you know, the it, people that have ancestry from those countries in the U.S., to get just more excited about uh, about the like honestly in the last like ever since um, you know going to Rebel games going to NYCFC games and now paying attention to how often uh, I, I see Dominicans that are into soccer yeah. and then, and that's just a great feel I'm like oh cool you're a damn dorky Dominican like me this is great We're, we weren't uh, like just solely focused on baseball and stuff like that or reggaeton or reggaeton <laughs> yeah. I mean that's still part of my life of uh, course <laughs> I mean, what I'm saying, it's not the sole focus <laughs> but. Uh, it, I, like I, as great as Cuba is at soccer, I was genuinely, I was genuinely distraught. You know, the, the DR they started off hot, got that first goal, right? I'm doing air quotes for goal. <laughs> it, it counts. They all count yeah, the same. Yeah. Uh, it was off. It's like your mom throwing the basketball. Like you need to stop. And <laughs> oh my god, mom got a J. <laughs> my, my, my mom is LeBron James. <laughs> oh, <no>. Whoa, <laughs> it's all a simulation. <laughs> but no, uh, Dominican Republic. We have posted it on our Instagram and on Twitter. By the way, that's true because your mom's not going to the playoffs. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> what is that? A, a, mo- just, a, a mom burn? <laughs> yeah. I don't even. Know. I don't... <laughs> your mom got burned. <laughs> anyway, LeBron mom. Anyway. <laughs> but we, they did score uh, a, an insane goal from uh, a, a player's name. His name is Enmi Peña. Uh, Enmi, that's his name. Uh, that's his. In your what? <laughs> no. So look, well, the, the, you're going to understand the more we talk about Dominican uh, soccer players. Yeah. The more we talk about Dominican people. The wackier the name is going to get. The wackier the name is going to get. All right. Yeah. It's gonna sound, Cuba's not that far behind. It sounds, it's going to sound like we're hitting a soundboard. Yeah. Like make a little sound effects. You know that game where you move the tile? And there's the one town missing, so you can move them around. Yes. Imagine those were letters, and you just messed around with it, and then you grabbed the third row across. <laughs> That's how Cubans and Dominicans <laughs> pick their names. So, so uh, your name is Yilenga. <laughs> All right, I'll write it down. I love playing Yilenga yeah. at bars. You pull out the little bricks, <laughs> yeah. and it's, it's very hard it's when, very he, <laughs> when he falls. When you're drunk, it's. A, I didn't ask you your license plate. I asked you your name. Oh, that's your name. Okay, cool. <laughs> so uh, there was a, a goal uh, after a throw-in, and it was a. a, a they, this, these are called what? Well, uh, these are called cross come shots. You know that? Cross One more come, time. Cross, cross come shots. Oh, because it's a cross that becomes a shot. Yes. Okay. Uh, so yeah, that's it. For a second, there, I was like, <laughs> I, I'm gonna need that one again. <laughs> right? Where you don't know if it's a cross or a shot. This right. team- or cross. Come shot. Like it becomes a shot. Yes. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to say it so slowly. <laughs> cross. Come shot. <laughs> oh, you got. I didn't know you scored on a cross. Come shot. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's weird that you pause there. <laughs> Seems almost intentional. <laughs> nah, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, we are the soccer podcast. Why would we do that? <laughs> so, uh, uh, an insane, like, uh, it, obviously, I think it was definitely a cross, uh, but he, he's kind of. <laughs> Tim puts that stance. <laughs> Slice, slices the ball. Yeah. And uh, it was almost an Olympic go. Not from a from a corner. Yeah, but almost yeah, almost like maybe like a yard or two away from like where you would take a corner and and went in. But this was, I think, this was what the downfall of the Dominican Republic was. They scored too early. 
You know, they got they got too big on themselves. Exactly. This yeah. is why this is why the women don't want to give it up to Dominican men so quickly. Yeah, because they get all in their heads and be right. like, yo, I got this for life. I know. Right. The players were out there just tweeting about what club they're going to go to. <laughs> you got all big in your head, man. Exactly. Uh, and, 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 and Bermuda were good and they have, they have uh, I forgot the guy's name, but he plays in Q, uh, QPR. So they have uh, one dude from there. Yeah. Yeah. We were and they talking have, about him over They text. have Zico Lewis who, who if I uh, got drafted Great by coconut water. Uh. <laughs> okay. <Zico? laughs> I never heard of it. Okay. Yeah, uh, all right. So they, uh, Zico Lewis was the guy he got drafted uh, by the Red Bulls two years ago. And he was like a late first round draft pick. And he was the guy who was like, I'm going to prove them all wrong. Yeah, right? yeah, I remember him. And he didn't because he got no. sent to Charlotte uh, right. in the, uh, the independence. But he proved Dominican Republic. Who's who. <laughs> okay. But he did. I mean, you saw in like really like two or three players, uh, Bermudan. Is that there? Uh, what you say? Bermude, Bermudes. I don't know. Anyway. Bermudian. Bermudian. No. Bermudan. Bermudan feels Probably right. Bermudan. Uh, we'll you, wait for Tim to text. <laughs> you saw that in, um, in like they had two or three players that were just, they were just better. Right. Yeah. And so then I started like, and so it, it was amazing. Cause after the loss, I got all these messages. I got DMS tweets, all these people from Platino phone, the homie from Pla- Platino oh, phone. He was just like, yo furious. And we were just like trying to figure out who to blame. Yeah. Now it feels mad. It feels yeah. great to be like, yo, I'm mad at the Dominican yeah. FA. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's, we should be better than this. Yeah. You know, somebody next to you was like, gang of hands. <laughs> gang, gang FA. Gang <laughs> FA. <laughs> anyway, FA, so, that's my cousin. <laughs> so, the Bermudian or Bermudan refers to something of or related to a uh, Bermuda or a person from Bermuda. So we were both right. Thank you, Tim. Uh, shout All out right. to producer Tim. Hi, Tim. <laughs> so I can fall in whatever they, his name is. Um, so you look, this is this is uh, you, I, I forgot. Somebody had uh, I, I went to look up the tweet. Somebody had tweeted this to me that they I, they were like, you should do a uh, Dominican Taylor Twelman uh, rant. Like, what is going? <laughs> yeah. What are we doing? Like, what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> ¿Qué estamos haciendo? <laughs> we should, that's what we need. But <laughs> so the, this is this is where like now at this point, I, I honestly feel the Dominican Republic with they won their f- first two games and they had a really good goal differential. They should have made it to the Gold Cup. Right. Absolutely. And, and how do they make it to the World Cup by by getting Gold Cup? What? You said World Cup. Junior. I said Gold Cup. You just I, said World I, Cup. I right say gold. I say gold cup. Don't you, worry about you it. You just said World Cup. Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> you are hundred percent Tim. <laughs> so how do they make it to the gold cup? Yes. They have to get uh players that, that want to end up playing for the, for their national team, right? And right. and we've talked about this ad nauseum, right? There's so many Dominican players. But I think this is what's gonna change it. What we were just talking about before. If the Dominican FA, right, can say to a player that is half Dominican and lives in Spain, yeah. right? Or grew up, uh, was born in Dominican Republic and moved to Spain or to Germany or another country, right? And they could say, hey, you're not going to make that team, but you could play for us and you'll help us get from Division B to Division A. Mm-hmm. That's something worth noting. Of course. The problem with guys like Mariano Diaz is what, what are you going to help Dominican Republic do? They're never going to get into the world cup. So you're never really going to help them do anything, but so you've g- wasted, you're wasting your talent there. But is he going to get on Spain's national team? He could, they don't have strikers. I mean, he's he, they're not calling him up. He's also dark skinned. So probably not. All right. Shouts <laughs> to Spain. Uh, <laughs> we know what you about. Bro. So 
this is an opportunity to get some of those guys that maybe just a level below Mariano Diaz. And maybe, maybe Mariano can't get on that team. And then you could say, Hey, fine. We may not make it to the world cup, but you know what you could do? You could help us get to division A and gold cup and we'll have an opportunity in the gold cup. It, it, that's the maybe not Mariano, that, but someone just below. But there's, level. there's, there's, uh, so that's what the, well, I was getting. I was getting messages of other Dominican players that play in, uh, in Spain and are also like on this, on have the this issue, on the cusp, and where they don't play, they don't, yeah. they don't play for DR. Because yeah. obviously, I understand why you wouldn't want to play for DR, especially when you're playing in Spain in La Liga and you're around. You see, like, sort of the the, the quality and 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 the resources. Right. So I understand that, but like, it's fucking infuriating, right? Like, there should be a couple, a couple people. You would understand it. You'd make that same decision. You wouldn't play for uh, La Patria. I'm just saying that it's it, it's for. D- what Domin- would you do, Dominican soccer fans? That that I think I think more people should make the sacrifice there because right, the, asking- the Bermudan players are doing it right. They're not they're not trying to go play in England. They're not trying to like even though they might have a dual nationality. Uh, Raheem Sterling could have played for for Jamaica. Jamaica. Yeah. He could have. So not everyone's doing it. What would you do in that situation? But the players that are not. If you were a fringe player, what would you do? I would. If I was a fringe player, I would go play for DR. This is fringe, meaning there's a slight chance you can make it. If you try a little harder, you get a little better. You develop. Maybe the English FA is saying, hey. Uh, you know, uh, I, we're watching you. Maybe you come into like I mean, one of their- I, It would depend on like maybe my age. If I was like 25, 26, I would, if I, and I was on that cusp and somebody was telling me, oh, if I tried a little harder, I could probably get into Spain. Then I, then I wouldn't do it. I would, I would be like, how much, how much time do I have left? How many years can I give two, three years or four years of my talent to my national team and, and maybe have like a, a, this incredible story. So I understand the players that are like 19, 20 years old, like junior Firpo, uh, who plays at Real Betis, who was born in DR, but is now a, a Spanish citizen. Yeah. And he, cho- he plays for the U 21s uh, for Spain. Cause he's going to get in the team. He's he's there's very good chance. He's gonna and if go. he doesn't, if he doesn't make the senior squad, which a lot of players from the U 21 and U 23 and end up not making the, the senior team. If you end up, if he ends up not making that senior team, he's going to go to DR. He's not just going to sit there. And uh, yeah, wallow. I agree. I agree. But there's, there's, and DR could probably benefit from like your 27 through like 32 year old players. Sure. And a little bit more wily, a little bit more sort of sage coming in and sort of making that change. Yeah. So that, that's kind of like where I, after the loss, I'm just like, yo man, they, they, it's not that they're a, a, a bad team. They, I mean, they did pretty well. And as far as in the nation's league qualifying, they played several games and they, they were one of the better teams. And then just in these last two games, it just kind of fell apart. But you would think Where's my man from that was the dude that plays for, uh, okay. Energy. Okay. See, I don't think he played in this game. Uh, but I know who you're talking about. Uh, I'm trying to get him on Josh, the show. Joshua, I forgot his last name, but, uh, Gar- I think Garcia, I think his last name. Yeah. Um, he, I don't think he played, uh, but yeah, they, they, it's just like the team is not, the quality is not super high. Right. Uh, and a lot of the guys that do play, play like in Panama, they play, uh, in, in, um, uh, in the second division in Spain and things like that. So it's like, you understand the case, but it was just like frustrating because they seem like it, it, it just DR a baseball nation being able to get there would have been wild. That's would've what I'm wild. saying. Uh, let's see what happens to, with Cuba. I was talking to someone who had recently gone to Cuba, Cuban dude um, mm-hmm. who had recently gotten to Cuba. And he was like, yo, things are changing. It's like baseball's not even cool out there anymore. Okay. It's all soccer. That's good. That's great to hear. It's exciting. All right. Uh, all right. Uh, before we keep uh, going, we got to uh, give a shout out to our sponsor for today. Seek geek. Uh, Seek geek. Thank you. Uh, 
again, always looking out for you, looking out for the cooligans. And uh, all you got to do is very simple. All you got to do is download the SeatGeek app. Get the app. Get the app. What are you doing? You what? got space on your phone. <laughs> and if you look, you want to go to any any games, any events, uh, really anything. anything. How about this? I always talk about this. This is my favorite thing. If you don't know what's happening around you, maybe you're at, a, at like a bar or something and happy hours over and you're kind of bored. You're like, I wonder what's happening around me. Just pull up the app. It knows where you are. It finds all the events around you and it tells you the best deal. It, it's lit up green, orange, red. It tells you exactly which one's the best deal at the moment. Maybe there's an event you don't even know what was happening, especially in a city like New York or if you're somewhere like down in Houston or something or in Chicago. You can't possibly know everything that's happening. That's right. right. Maybe there's a dope event you don't even know about. Pull out. You ain't you ain't a socialite like us. Right. Come on. <laughs> you ain't hanging out with Oxnard and AC Farrell. <laughs> you ain't, bro. Right. So, right. Leave that eyes wide shut party and oh, download the Seat Geek app. And when you download it, it's going to tell you. You what? What's what the events that are happening around you? Is going to give you a great deal. You're going to get an even better deal, especially if you want to go to one of these men's national team games, bro. Exactly. Well, you know, all of a sudden they're like, you know, they're like red bottom shoes. These <laughs> yeah. Well, they, uh, the the game against uh, Chile is uh, today, uh, yeah. but so you if you won't be able to get tickets to that. But the Gold Cup is coming up, and if you want to get tickets to Gold Cup matches, use Seeky. Download the app, and if you use the promo Bruh. code Cooligans when you use the app for the first time in your first order, you'll get ten bucks off your 10 first. Ten bucks. Bucks off. A little tenor. You're getting a tenor. <laughs> Who's on the 10? I forgot what president's on the 10. <laughs> I'm just uh, surprised you have money, Alexis. Right? Well, it's not mine. <laughs> I don't have a 10 spot. But whatever president it is, whatever previous slave I believe owner it's, uh, is on Alexander <laughs> Hamilton. All right, Alexander Graham Bell. Well, you're going <laughs> to get a little Hamilton in your pocket, okay? Yeah. Hey, if you want to go see Hamilton. <laughs> You're going to get a Hamilton. Exactly. So, Just because of us. Yeah. Make sure you use the promo code Cooligans on the SeatGeek app uh, and you will get that discount. So uh, let's move. You know, actually, real quick, you did mention, I had a, this is a weird story. Uh, I'll, I'll try to go through it because it's very, very much not soccer related. But I did uh, this weekend. I had a great, weird ass weekend. And I, I, I'm talk, I'm, I'll be talking about a friend that we both know, but I'm not going to say his name. But uh, he, we're at this a party and he's like, yo, I got invi- like invited like a swing, like the swinger. I met the swinger lady and she was inviting me to, I already know who this is. Yeah. So inviting yeah. <laughs> me and he's like, well, I'm not like super comfortable. She's like with some guy and she wants to like, she basically wants to be with two dudes. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he's like, but I don't know her. I don't know this dude or whatever. I'm that weird. Out. He's like, so he was like, can you go with me? <laughs> so, so he's like, can you go with me? So, so he, so I'm with my girlfriend. Right. Yeah. Uh, so we're like, uh, I'm like, like, I, I don't want to go. I mean, I'm not interested in going. But I don't. I don't really care. I'm like, basically, we were like the chaperones, so yeah. we ended up going. She, of she, course, you did. She was like, oh sure, whatever. So we go, and the girl pulls out a mask. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> we go, and a very nice couple. I gotta say, they're very nice people. <laughs> <laughs> so, Almost too nice. Too nice, I would say. Yeah, very, very, very literally <laughs> walked in, dude, no shirt on. It was like that. Hilarious. Very, but Were there were a lot of other people. Or it was just. No, just us. Uh, oh, God. Just, the, uh, just those. Yeah. Was it one of those things where you met out for like drinks? Or no, 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 no. It was like at their place. Oh, God. So it was like. Why would you walk into there? Because <laughs> I was like, I was concerned about my friend. You yeah. know, I, I didn't want him to like be unsafe. Your friend bails. Our friend bails by immediately making out with you. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, 
super weird but then started like sort of talking to them about like their life their lifestyle and like why they do what they do and they go to like these parties and do all this crazy stuff and immediately uh, i'd be like are you not afraid of getting every disease <laughs> sure they they're very much not right yeah. so uh so then after like maybe 30 minutes talking again pleasant conversation about very very serious subjects Did uh, they live somewhere nice uh yeah 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 so uh, after a couple of minutes, I was like, all right, well, you know, we're not staying here. So <laughs> yeah. like, we're, we gotta go. It's our time to leave. Right, babe. She's like, well, actually like, I was like, all right, babe. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So we we're like, all right, we're, we're going to go. And that, and that was the main concern. It was just like, uh, is, is he gonna, is he, does he feel safe and com- like comfortable in this? You didn't come up with a buzz, like a buzz, like question. Well, it was just like, oh, we're going to go get food. That was like the thing. Are you hungry? <laughs> so we're like, oh, okay. So we're going to go we're, we, you know, we're starving. Uh, and he's like, no, I'll stay. And then he just stayed and then Uh-oh. we left and that's it. I'll text, <laughs> I'll text them right after this conversation. So it was, uh, what the strangest yeah. weekend I've ever had. So there's two cross come shots <laughs> this weekend. So, all right, back to soccer. Oh, uh, boy. so, um, let's talk about. Uh, a couple things. Um, uh, we, this happened l- last week. When, when this happened, the uh, this this was after I think right after we recorded when this came up. But MLS uh, and Adidas had a fashion show. They put on an event. <laughs> <laughs> it was fashion. Oh. Do not deny <laughs> its beauty. Maybe I just don't get it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, look, this is not a you know we're, we're talking about. You know, American soccer being a part of the culture, the fashion world is, you know, included. Yes. So this is. And I wish they would have been included in this. <laughs> uh, it was sort of like, a, I think the way uh, Pablo Mauro put it was great. It was a uh, MLS kits were reimagined. Yes. They uh, were sort of somewhat converted. Yes. Some of One dude was just, just had on a goal net. <laughs> that's yeah. it. He just yeah. had a net on his shoulders. That's right. And uh and they were it, it was like uh Lee Wynn was was part of the the fashion. They turned the uh the a LAFC suit. kit into a blazer. Yes. Into a kit which we're obviously we're complete, uh, completely yeah. yeah. <laughs> down down but downvote we downvoted yeah. it on Reddit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh so, no, the um so yeah, so th- this in general was like just kind of weird, uh, mainly because we're not used to MLS getting this sort of like kind of play. Uh, I mean, I w- it was an Adidas event. Yeah. So, I mean, they're the ones they're the. It's easy to makers. mock. It's easy to mock. But let's let's look at the positives. Right. I, I'm, I'm almost too shocked to mock. <laughs> that rhymed that I never wanted to. You okay? You were too stunned yeah. to make fun of it. Yeah, I was too surprised. <laughs> so um, the yeah yeah I I think there's something to be said the fact that an event like this even happens even though yeah. I disagree I think this is a step in the same direction it's like we're gonna do this and then it's a little embarrassing. Okay, I mean look some of the designs. We're a little like, uh, I don't know. That's it, generous of you to call it a design. <laughs> Some of the designs look like it was, yes, like third graders, third <laughs> graders were like, oh, we need to put something together because yeah, yeah. there's a fashion show tomorrow. One guy was wearing a Columbus crew Jersey on his chest and on his legs, not in the Jersey. He was wearing it on, on yeah. as if, a, as if a very elaborate bib and a very elaborate apron. Yes. That's not fashion. <laughs> 
Will you reimagine you know. a kit by not wearing it? <laughs> you know fashion, Alexa. I'm more than that. <laughs> there were, yeah, there were a couple weird ones. I think that we're not used to seeing America. The FC Cincinnati one was the only dope one. There was like a ninja outfit kind of thing. Yeah, that one, that one was pretty cool. Yeah. yeah the, the NYCFC one was a woman wearing an NYCFC like, jacket and a blazer over it. Well, it was a, it was a crop top uh, NYCFC. Oh, so they cut it. Cool. So they cut it. So I was like, all right. Cool. Oh, took scissors to it. <laughs> it well, yeah, we're not used to um, Major League Soccer being ever viewed in this, in this sort of, in this light, in this sort of, in this environment, right? You know, like where you know is Tyra Banks there? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, who's yeah. watching this? Who's the? I mean, look, it was a legit like. Was, they, they take it very seriously. Yeah, it was just the people. The, the models were, I think, kids. They were like teenagers. They weren't like. Adult models. Uh, I don't know. I, I I don't know. It's hard to tell. They, they, I mean, they I, they seem like either teenagers. I mean, models are young. They're always young. You can't have no old ass people being modeling out there. Yeah, but I mean, they were younger than your typical catwalk models. At least from looking at them. Oh, I didn't. looked it. I couldn't. I wasn't. I wasn't. I was too. I, that's why I didn't want to make fun too, of it on Twitter. They look like high school kids. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I thought they were the ones who designed this stuff. I was like, well, you all failed. That class. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Maybe this is an opportunity to like do an episode of Project Runway with like upcoming up and coming designers, mm-hmm. uh, up and cross come shot designers. Yeah. <laughs> One of those would have been fine. <laughs> but maybe there's an opportunity there to like maybe do something a little bit uh, more unique or a little bit, yeah, because they seem like they dropped the ball a little bit but on some like, of the designs. When you have an opportunity to do like collabs with like brands and and companies that are that are great you do this instead you know what i mean yeah it's like no you know go find a brand that's dope and be like yo go make a third kit for us you know what i mean sure sure like there's something like that you know like parlay parlay or parley however you want to pronounce it their stuff isn't amazing but it's cool it's different yeah uh yeah, I, yeah, I'm like, it's like I don't know exactly what to say. They would have done the opposite. Like, Harley takes the plastic and makes it into a thing. They would have taken a kit. Like, ooh, look at this New England Revolution. I made it into a cup. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, this kid is a cup now because <laughs> <laughs> they ain't winning a cup this year. So I made it into a cup. So uh, yeah, I, I, just like, in New England, we get to go to our first Revs games. Oh, that's weekend. right. We're gonna be there. So yeah, we'll talk about that in, in a second. Um, the yeah, it's it's difficult. Um, I don't know to how look at it to look at it, but I don't know how much to make fun of it when there's like I, I applaud them a little bit for their effort. Fine. On a scale That's of 1 it. to 10 uh, what would you rate their level of success? Of success? Uh, very low. I would say like a 3. <laughs> okay. That's it it got the, people like retweeting, ma- making jokes and It that, was so bad that it got it got a lot of engagement. Okay, so that's so kind of positive. That's a positive. Yeah, we found we found a pro. Yeah, no, that's a that's a, a sea of cons. <laughs> <laughs> the internet, that's how it is nowadays. Yeah. So that's fine. I'm, that's it's kind of okay. Yeah, yeah. It was successful in that sense. Like, is it going to get more people? Interested in going to a soccer game? Absolutely not. Which is, it yeah. might have the reverse effect because <laughs> that's the that's the ultimate goal, right? I guarantee you there's people who saw that that don't follow MLS and is like, is that an MLS jersey though? <laughs> is that how they wear it? <laughs> yeah. Be fascinating. If, look, if a team did that on some on one like one match and actually did wear the kits from the fashion show. Oh my god! I mean, 
actually making fun of the New England Revolution one, they didn't even really change it. They added white stripes to it. Okay. So you could do that. Look at that, Jack White. Columbus Jack gonna have White some weird, involves the <laughs> Columbus crew gonna have some weird tan lines. <laughs> it's it's looking like and then did you see the the new Man City kit, which is a, a merger of of the last nine kits? Have you seen this? It's the ugliest <laughs> thing I've ever seen. And I love gaudy. I love loud. It's not great. It is so bad. It looked like it belonged in the MLS fashion show. It looked like it was a it was a it was one that hit the cutting floor. <laughs> Someone was like, we can't possibly do this. I mean, this one's going too far. But I mean, let's put is... Lee, let's put a YouTube TV logo on, on Lee Wynn's suit. Oh yeah, yeah, that's cool. But this 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 epilepsy <laughs> alert behind me, we can't possibly use. Oh my goodness. So uh it, it was fascinating. So the um uh, let, okay. Let's talk about a couple of things uh, before we uh, move uh, on. The uh, the U.S. did play Ecuador last week, winning one nil. A goal from Jazzy's artist, uh, Golasso, uh, uh, maybe uh, a deflectasso. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the new name for it now. Uh, what you don't know is he meant to do it. So, <laughs> but look, uh, Weston McKinney. That's the only story out of this. Got hurt. Yeah, uh, his got ankle badly hurt. Badly hurt. Looking like the dude from Portland. Yeah. Uh, the apparently, uh, he said it was uh, the, the, uh, his club uh, shocked. I said it's a it's a ruptured ligament. Yeah, yeah, he's fine. But I, the U.S. didn't say that. They said it was an ankle sprain. Okay, well, it had just happened, so I, he he flew back to Germany to sort all that How out. How about Pulis again? Sent back to Dortmund, huh? Getting sent back to Dortmund. He's what? gone back. So did uh, Tyler Adams as well. They, he, you know, they saw the players. Oh, maybe he, it's not Pulisic. Maybe I'm thinking of Tyler. Adams. Yeah, yeah. Tyler Adams. Pulisic, got sent I'm back. like, what are you talking about? Anyway, uh, Tyler Adams got sent back. That's not not to Dortmund. Normal. Not to Dortmund. No. That would have been big news. Um, uh, I know he got sent back to RB Leipzig. They tr- they're trying to get. Um, yeah, but it's an international break. He doesn't have a game. I know, but he's trying to prepare for, uh, you know, maintain a Champions League spot. And this, I don't this, know. there's stuff to play for. I, I, I think it's because Tyler Adams played right back. And I don't think. He, I don't think Berhalter wants to see him. Uh, I want. To, I think he wants to see other players at that position and then at the defensive mid position as well. I know, but we're also going against Costa Rica, which is we're not going against Costa Rica. We're going sorry, against Chile. Chile. Okay. My bad. Starts with a C. You get what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, we're going against Chile, which is a big team. Sure, but I, I think it's a friendly, and also Berhalter. You know, I. You know what? After the, these last couple of matches, three three matches for Berhalter and three wins. I'm gonna I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. He's looking good, and I want to put some respect on his name. I I forgot to put two G's on the end of Greg when I tweeted his uh, name. Did sure. not know you had two G's, three G's in your first name. You didn't know that? No. Okay. Well, uh, I don't pay attention. You to don't pay attention to, to, spell. to spell. I mean, really, if yeah, there's ever any issue with uh, typos or anything like that, it's you got one. I, I on my own personal yeah. Twitter account you had I, one. I, it wasn't a typo. I just missed the word. That's, but that's considered a typo. Okay, sure. But uh, when I, I was the most egregious of all typos is completely missing. The word. I always tell to Alexis, I'm like, yo, man, when you're tweeting on the Cooligans account, can you just read it <laughs> once more? Nah, son, <laughs> never. Would we be the gulliest if we had good grammar? <laughs> yes, that's always uh, the issue. But anyway. Yeah. Um, a couple, just a couple other things, uh, uh, to cover, uh, uh, what was it? LAFC, LAFC had a, a match uh, against RSL that was incredible, uh, that ended up with Walker Zimmerman scoring an insane goal. One of the wildest goals from a, from a defender, from a defender I've ever yeah. seen. Yeah. So the, uh, so this happened in like the 91st minute, 92nd yeah. minute, uh, he, so I, I was, he won the game. He won the game. Uh, and, and he's done this. So, uh, another time before he did this last year as well. With the header, uh, though. The header, right? Yeah. So 
Walker Zimmerman sort of because beca- he got the new contract. He's like, yo, that's it. I'm uh, yeah, yeah. I'm Let taking me show you. this Tam is worth something. <laughs> Putting it to good use. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, but the goal that he did score, uh, uh, I thought that it was a deflection. It was like a, 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 a it was almost like a knuckler slider kind of. It was a mini deflection for sure. I don't. I didn't see a deflection at I mean, all. We're gonna sit here and argue about the. But v- this yeah. is the interesting. So he was on uh, Walker Zimmerman was on Extra Time uh, Radio. Oh, Extra Time. Not sorry, sorry. the radio's gone. Um, but. Uh, and he said that he thought it deflected it, but I honestly think Walker Zimmerman, the guy who kicked the ball and scored the goal is wrong. I think he's wrong. I, I don't see any deflection. I think it was like a legit, a center back. I think what happened is it grazed uh, the dude's leg and that's why it's sent. Cause if you watch Romando doesn't even move. Yeah. But I thought it was cause it was that good of a shot. You know what we'll do? We'll show our next, our guests in the second segment in between. We'll show them the clip. And they can just, they, they can, can discern what happened because they're goalkeepers. They go, okay. I mean? Oh, yeah. Go, yeah. I mean, that's, that's. I mean, we're geniuses, but we're not goalkeepers, okay? <laughs> far, we can't decide. <laughs> far we know all words and stuff. Like, we wild good with that. <laughs> the other uh, game I wanted to uh, uh, cover uh, uh, Rebels against Orlando City. Orlando City goes into Rebel Arena and gets, gets a, a win. Gets a win. I mean, just like. Sasha Kleschen had an assist or a goal. A goal. Wow. Dude, and celebrating a little bit too. A little bit in front of the fans. <laughs> all right. He was <laughs> like, yo, remember me? <laughs> Remember you, the guy you got rid of? You didn't want you want to give me that contract? <laughs> uh, oh, you want to bring a younger guy? Uh, <laughs> How'd oh. that work out? <laughs> but uh, I think Which is probably how that party ended that you left. <laughs> well, how you want to bring in a younger guy? How'd that work out? Okay, come on, huh? Got it. Come well, on. All right, you got to explain. It's not that funny. Yeah, exactly. That's or the person you're talking to isn't <laughs> smart enough. It could be that. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah. So, uh, but I heard that after the game, uh, Sasha question had, uh, stayed around to, uh, sign autographs for, uh, the rebels players. Reb- <laughs> <laughs> so, I know you miss me. And uh, you're, fan. you're welcome. <laughs> but no, he, uh, he still has a lot of love for the rebels, even though I, I, I think every time, especially with, with, uh, rebel former rebel players, cause you know, they, I think they, they have, they, 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 I think that club is a little, um, I don't know. There's like a, the, you have a love for your team, but rebels, because I think because of the, the sort of strife that uh, rebels and rebel fans have sort of dealt with for years over, uh, you know, not being able to get that MLS cup. I right. think it, it's, it's very bonding for sure to, uh, to each other, to their, to their teammates and to the fan base. So, uh, whenever a former player goes back and scores, right. I, I, I mean, not to, I, I'm not going to say that Sasha question went like, did a, some backflip, uh, to celebrate, but he did yeah. show some joy. And, and I think to express that he wasn't totally happy that he was, uh, you know, traded. Uh, and, but I think, I think he, I think he had, he had to do that sort of get out of his system, but like, yeah, yeah, y'all, y'all fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> you should miss me. <laughs> this should have been you. <laughs> exactly. Uh, the other Ryan Hollingshead scores for FC Dallas. Uh, Cooligans effect. Cooligans effect is real. You, if you're on this show, you will be successful, or, or you will be traded to be another traded. team. So those are the it's o- one or the other. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I'm glad it's working out better for Ryan Hollingshead. <laughs> yeah, so, great dude. Uh, they ended up uh, winning two to one uh, against the Rapids, and uh, and shout out to David Akam scoring. Yeah, uh, uh, condolences to his family. Yeah, yeah his father passed away a couple days. Father before passed away, and uh, the way he, the, the way the rest of the players like sort of just jumped on him and help celebrate him uh, with him after he scored the first goal was great. Yeah, beautiful. So they, they end up uh, winning three uh, nil against uh, Columbus and. I wanted to point out a quick thing. We got, we had gotten a message, uh, from a, uh, fan, 
John S- Zapata, who is uh, yes, Parcero uh, Union, right? Philly, Philly, Parcero Philly. Oh, he, I, I know he had just changed his name, so I think now he's he's part of uh, Parcero United. Parcero United is and now it's, it's an umbrella of yeah. Parceros, uh, Latinos so. all over the country, <laughs> but. Um, he, I know he had, uh, tweeted this stuff and apparently he had an issue because he was at a, uh, union game. I think, I think it was, it might've been this game or the one prior. Right. Um, but he was wearing a Columbia Jersey with a Philadelphia union scarf. And apparently someone, I don't know if it was like fans or security or some, I don't know exactly who somebody made it clear that he wasn't welcome at the supporter section Bec- wearing a, Columbia, wearing a Jersey. Columbia Jersey. So it, it sort of brought up the question of like when, especially Latino when you inclusion, uh, yeah, that. That's what he he posted a video. Yeah, yeah, that. that yeah. Um, but I, I don't. I, I wouldn't call that Latino exclusion per se. I think it's more like the club, like the fan, if you're fans of a team, like when you're in, uh, when we're in the NYCFC supporter section and somebody's wearing a different jersey, we've seen it. People get yeah. kind of annoyed. Not not even not necessarily the the opposing team. Right. They just like just a. a it's. I think it's worse if it's a club from a different league. Cause it's like, that's the only soccer thing you had. So you wore it. Yeah. A nation I think is a little different. You think it's like not okay. Or you think, I it's, think weird? it's okay. Okay. Yeah I, yeah. I would say if it's a nation, um, it's like totally cool. But I mean, you can't wear like a France Zidane kit. You know what I mean? Like you got to wear just the nation. I think no player on the back or a player that played for a different team, that kind of thing. I don't think it really matters. I, I, as, I, honestly, for me, if, as long as it's not a, the, the, the team the, 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 that they're playing against, you can't sit in the supporter section. You can't wear a team from a different Probably, uh, yeah, just a different MLS team. team. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Probably that, that too. I could, I could understand yeah. why that. That, that's fine. But uh, in international jersey, so there, there's implications also, right? Alejandro Bedoya is Colombian. is Colombian, so you could understand like maybe he's just a fan of Ale Bedoya and want him wanted Bedoya to see yeah. him or whatever. Like so, and yeah. So is Lil Pump. I mean, no one's bringing this up. <laughs> Lil Pump is Colombian. <laughs> yeah. You know oh, oh, I thought he was Cuban. No, he's M- Miami. Yeah, oh. no, he's not one of us. <laughs> <laughs> we don't claim him. He yeah. would have uh, chocolate. The marks all over him <laughs> if he was Cuban. So yeah, that made it uh, uh, in international Jersey. I, I don't really see what the big issue is, but whatever. I, I don't think I th- understand you not wanting non Philly jerseys in the supporter section. Yeah. But it's not like the guy was wearing the team you're going against. Exactly. So it's like, let it go. Exactly. And that's, that's really what, it, that, that's the message. And like, he wasn't kicked out. He was just made to feel not so welcome at some point. Yeah. I don't want, honestly don't know the exact details and I don't want to speculate, uh, yeah. but I know this was what was on Twitter and that it was apparently some issue. So, but I think this led to another conversation, which is uh, just about Philadelphia union fans kind of uh, trying to include more Latinos. And that's, that's sort of what he's trying to do. And he, he, he had asked us like, Hey, what, what do you have any suggestions to try to get more Latinos in, in going to MLS games? Uh, and that it's a tough question. Uh, but bananas. Okay, well, here, we work got for the Red Bulls. We right? got we got the answer. Sold it. Colombia's bananas. Right. Done. Wrap it up. That's why you come to this show. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Platano day. You get free platos. You come in and you fry them outside. I don't know, man. I'll be there. <laughs> Team, team's not doing so well. You throw a platano on the pitch. It's kind of a weapon. That's wild disrespectful too. <laughs> I'm not sure what to think about this. <laughs> you gotta be careful. So yeah, those are. Uh, but I think very it's a, unripe. I think it's a fair question. Uh, and. And I, I like that uh, he, so he's trying to kind of uh, gather up 
Latinos to go to Union games. So if you are listening and you uh, are Hispanic and you live in the Philly area, maybe you haven't gone to a, a Union game in a while, uh, look, hit up at El Parcero Philly uh, and, and go together. Maybe you could go. I think that's the important thing. I think it's the same thing that Black Arrow, when they started, were trying to do with San Jose. It's yeah. like, all right, there's not enough black dudes at this game. Like his fans and his friends didn't go. So he was like, I'll collect a few. Yeah. We'll go grab, like rent the bus. We'll go down there. We'll hang out, make a whole day of it. And it sort of spurs that sort of interest. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I was listening to so it's like what we're doing with comics. We're bringing other comedians to games. Exactly. You know what I mean, uh, so I think that's what you do it. Just get your friends who are Colombian or Latino and, and get them together. And if you have friends that are Latino, then you aren't. And you maybe meet up with uh, El Pasero's uh, union, right? Philly, El Philly Pasero, whatever his name is. <laughs> <laughs> you get it. Zapata. Just get together with him. This, this is a, you know, this just is, get up and out. Uh, look, I, I think look, we if, solved it already. If you're listening to this show, this is Alexis's brain at all times. <laughs> yeah. This is how he cannot. You know what I mean? Is that I know he's not accepting the genius, right? <laughs> he's just trying to put the words together in general sentences. That's not how my brain works. You think Copernicus did it that way? He probably didn't. Okay. <laughs> so, um, uh, but yes, I, I think it's uh, it, uh, So I was listening to uh, For the Culture, the, uh, their podcast, yeah. uh, the dude, uh, Ringo and, and Greg. Down in Atlanta, and Rox Fontaine was on, who's a NYCFC fan, who's a, he was a former president of Third Real, and he he made a, a, an interesting point. He was just like, uh, the way I get more people interested in soccer is like, especially young kids. He's like, yo, I just ask them, have you ever been to a soccer game? Do you want to go? And I'll just get a ticket for for a, a group of kids that that want to go. Obviously, not everybody has that kind of money, but right. it's 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 as simple as that. I was like putting it out there more, just talking about it, uh, ask, asking people if they've gone to games, like asking family members you know i brought my brother to a game he never went to an mls game before stuff like that so right. uh we can all kind of like do better with that but hit up el pasero philly if you uh if you're interested in like helping him sort of with that cost i think it's uh i think it's just a, a good thing to be doing also if someone at philly union or maybe Fishtown. i don't know if they go to uh the union games if someone from the the, the team is listening try to maybe bring uh bring uh joey joey's about that what's his name <laughs> what's his name <laughs> I'm trying here. I know Sabata. John. John. I was so close. Jay. Jay-Z. Bring Jay-Z in. Have a little meeting. You know what yeah. I mean? Maybe uh, maybe there's a way that the team can do something to, to you know, sp- uh, increase some of that ac- activity of Latinos at the game. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, maybe a chant to do, 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 do Colombia. Union. It all works. It doesn't it right. for everything. <laughs> uh, okay. So we will uh, wrap up uh, this segment and yeah. then we'll come back with our guests. Uh, Real quick though. Shouts to uh, Clubhouse Oh, that's Athletic. right. Clubhouse Athletic at- slash Edgewater Castle. Edgewater Castle. Uh, follow Edgewater Castle on Instagram on on Twitter, uh, they are a team. Uh, they, they were on the show a couple of weeks ago uh, yeah, while, yeah. while we were in we're Chicago. In we interviewed them. Uh, a team of uh, predominantly immigrants and refugees uh, in and, Chicago. In the and North Chicago, side. so and dope. It's a, they have provide an opportunity for uh, people maybe underserved to be able to play soccer. Uh, and uh, a great club doing great things. So uh, and they, and they even had CJ Sapong rocking a kit. I'm rocking a kit right now. The same kid CJ Sapong was wearing. Me and CJ Sapong are same. The same. We're the, like the same people. We're Equally, <laughs> equally talented in uh, and, and all that. And he aspect. sent me this dope jacket, which fits just a little tight. A little okay. tight. You Your know. boy's going to get there. Okay. <laughs> but for right now, we just folded it up quite nice. It's a little funky. You know how I like my stuff a little loud. Yeah, you know it looks I mean? really, really dope. So uh, get get these kits yourself uh, and, and follow Edgewater Castle because they're doing awesome stuff. All right. So we'll be back uh, with Tori Corsaro and Jillian Lloyden right after this. Yeah. 
Everybody, thanks so much for listening to the podcast. We just want to break in with a word from one of our sponsors, the event we're going to. That's right, Project Goal. We're going to be hosting uh, the Project Goal uh, auction. This uh, is in Rhode Island, in Providence, Rhode Island. That's right. If you're in the New England area and you're not at this, what was wrong with you? What's wrong with you? You're gonna, you have to look in the mirror. You're going to say, what's wrong with me? you got to take some uh, inventory <laughs> of your life. Really look into uh, all the people you've affected negatively, yeah, yeah, yeah. including <laughs> us. Including us, yeah. Which, so, by the way, shouts to us for going all the way to Rhode so Island. Go to Project, uh, Project Goal. Goal.org if you want to get tickets. Uh, it's a fundraiser. Uh, Project Goal is... Uh, it, it, they teach kids how to play soccer, but also the education. Yeah, tutoring. Uh, yeah, it, the education is an important aspect of it. And what's better? They, they try to help out kids that couldn't do this otherwise, couldn't afford to go to other academies otherwise. So it's something really near and dear to our hearts. If you can't go, just buy a ticket, dog. Just buy a ticket. You're going to help out a kid. You're exactly. helping out children. Exactly. And we're going to be there also with Shaka Hislop uh, talking to him about uh, right. a, a, bunch of, a bunch of nonsense. Uh, my sister's excited because there's gonna they're gonna be we're gonna be fundraising with a lot of cool stuff. In fact, autographed Mark Anthony swag. Okay, the singer, All not right. like the mechanic. If the <laughs> if if knowing that the Cooligans were gonna be there, it wasn't enough to get you to buy a ticket. And Cantante yeah. was like, "Let me get in here and autograph <laughs> some stuff for the Cooligans." So uh, make sure you go to that. So we're we're gonna be in New England doing a bunch of fun stuff. So. Yeah. By the way, if you get VIP tickets, you get to sit in on the Q and A with us and Shaka Hislop. That's you the- get to ask us any question you've always wanted. That's right. So go. Uh, uh, go and do that now. Project. By the way, there's alcohol at the event. I mean, come on. Open bar. You know what it's I'm talking about. It's an open about. bar. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, go to projectgoal.org uh, and get tickets now. We're also going to be at the, the, the New, New England Revolution New game. New Revolution game, hanging out with the Midnight Riders. So if you're going For to- For their chili cook-off, we're going to be there. So we're going to be at that. You boys going to be snacking on uh, some So that's chili. on Saturday. And then uh, we're also, we also have two stand-up shows. We're performing. We're both performing independently at two shows. So we're going to be at the Bad Bad Show, which is at 52 Everett Street in Austin at Studio. 52, and then right after that, we're going to hop over to Comedy at Bill's Bar over at Bill's Bar and Lounge on Lanzone Street in Boston, Massachusetts. So we're yeah. going to be out there doing our, or, you know, our chili-infused comedy at this point. <laughs> so make sure if you want to get tickets to that, just uh, you can find the link on our Twitter account. Follow us there uh, or Instagram. We'll or post they're it. both on Eventbrite. So look up the Bad Bad Show, uh, and you could look up Comedy at Bill's Bar. So do or that. Bill's Bar comedy. All right, ba- Boston heads. Uh, so that's where we're going to be this that's weekend. Right. Wearing our Yankee. Gear. I we ain't scared. Nah, I'm I'm I'm, scared. I'm a Met I'm a Met fan. So. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> we're probably gonna be wearing Dominican flags just so we don't piss anybody off because you don't know what that is in Boston. So, so uh, come out to both of those events. If you're anywhere near Providence, if you're anywhere near Boston, come hang out with us. If you're going to the uh, New England Revolution game, go to that chili kickoff. Say what's up to us. We're gonna be taking photos. We're gonna be handing out stickers. We're gonna be there. We wanna be. We wanna be friends with you guys. Yeah, baby, we're back. We are, and this is uh, I'm the, it's a it's a full house. Oh yeah, baby. Uh, we're excited because uh, they, uh, we were talking about we were gonna have for the first time. Uh, we we never really have goalkeepers on the show. No, we've uh, had players on before. We've never had goalkeepers. Goalkeeper, on but now we have. I think we have all the goalkeepers. All of them. We f- fulfilled the allotment for like <laughs> yeah. the next two years. All the goalkeepers yeah. are here. I dare you to find another podcast that got this many goalkeepers. <laughs> no, on. not even close. They're not even close. Yeah. How many goalkeepers? Uh, so uh, let's. Uh, I feel like you guys should introduce yourselves because we, we do have a lot of people. So please, uh, so uh, we ha- you were on the show uh, before. Please introduce yourself. I'm Tori Corsaro. I work at the Keeper Institute with these guys. Okay. I'm Maria Lloyden. I'm one of the owners of the Keeper Institute. Uh, my name is Jill Lloyden. I own the Keeper Institute, coach there, played pro for a bunch of years. That's right. Okay. So we've got... 
the Keeper Institute. Yeah. <laughs> the whole yeah. thing is here. So every everything we any questions that we have about goalkeeping, we, I mean, it's going to get sorted out. It's right going to happen right now. <laughs> but uh, we're excited to have you guys. And so, Tori, uh, you were on the show uh, before a couple mm, two uh, years two ago years now. ago. And the way we we, we that happened because we knew uh, there was a, a comedian uh, who we've known for years. Uh, who you are is uh, your relation is sister's boyfriend. Sister's boyfriend. Yeah. Okay, they're not married yet, so yeah. it's like. It's not, you're not, it's not sister-in-law or no, brother-in-law no. kind of thing. So, uh, so he had mentioned, uh, to us, he was like, Hey, I have uh, I know someone who's a uh, goalkeeper. And then, so we had you on the show and we were mm-hmm. talking about your career. So I, I kind of want to start here and just sort of, let's get back and figure out where, where Tori is. Well, we promised our fans we would Two follow up. So later. this is it. Uh, oh God, here's the follow up. Yeah. I thought you forgot. Never. I've been waiting for the call. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, you were, uh, you were playing, uh, you were the last, I remember you were trying out for sky blue. Yes. Okay. So we left off and I was picking up my life. Life, to move to New Jersey to actually work with these two. I always say that I Kool-Aid man my way into their lives. I was like, yeah. all right, I'm coming. I need your training and I want to be a professional. So. It's one of those things where you're like, so what are we doing? And they're like, wait, who is it? Who are you again? Yeah. So it was pretty much that. And I moved there, trained there for a few months and then ended up trying out for Sky Blue. I uh, was fortunate enough to make it in that preseason and then kind of hung around for the rest of the season, playing and practice, learning, growing with the girls, uh, getting to work with these two pretty much every day. And while doing that, I also ended up coaching at the Keeper Institute. Um, as I continued on, I played a little bit more, tried to go overseas, and then recently in these last couple of months decided that I was ready to be done trying to pursue sorry, pursue a professional career and really kind of pick up at the coaching area. Okay. So the the reason your story was always so fascinating when we spoke, and and a lot of people who listened were just like, This girl, like the 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 kind of drive that she must have is incredible because you are not the tallest of goalkeepers. No. And that was always the thing that stood out, right? Yeah, and I'm she's we, not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, that's a great advertisement for the goal, the keeper institute. <laughs> when she isn't, oh my god, I never noticed. I'm lucky. <laughs> but uh, you, uh, so uh, uh, is it okay to ask a woman's height? I don't know if that's like uh, one of those yeah, things, yeah, yeah. but especially in this profession. Okay, so I, uh, if what was your height again? Five three. Five three. So and with I remember heels. that's with No, heels. it's not. I'm five, <laughs> you got a measuring tape yeah. right here. <laughs> you've never I was gonna say you've never seen platform boots uh soccer yeah. boots before. Check them out. Yeah. How tall how long are those studs? They're about seven inches. <laughs> <laughs> are you kidding me? If I could have gotten those, yeah, yeah. So I'd I, have them by yeah. now. I, so I remember watching your like highlight reel mm-hmm. and, and and that's the thing that stands out. I'm like, yo, you, this, you is a li- this is a little Baby <laughs> in the in the net, but, but she's like making crazy everywhere. saves. Remember that you know that gif of the cat blocking the the the, the little yeah. Yeah. That's you. Yeah. I was like, nothing's getting past this girl. So uh, as, yeah, so as soon as I saw that, uh, uh, th- that was like uh, the, the thing that I think it, honestly it was I think a little bit kind of inspirational for people because you almost sounded insane. Yeah. To the degree where you like, I'm, yeah. I'm not gonna let this hold me back. And people have told me that I can't make it, and all this other yeah, stuff. Yeah, it seemed like you had heard all the reasons why you couldn't, and you were like, "All right, I've got answers for all of them," which is what you need. I mean, you know, we're we're pursuing comedy. So you hear a million reasons why that's it's a like terrible a little bit idea. of delusion. Yeah, you have like to have. It's like to. that. You have to have like be humble but narcissistic at the exact same time. Yeah, that's a great yeah. combo. Right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think this is why we get along with goalkeepers so much. <laughs> yeah. So it's so it's good to hear that uh, this is where you are. 
right now. So I think we can kind of pick up. So now, uh, uh, so Jillian, uh, so Jill and Maria, so you guys, uh, she, she, this, she, the interview went well, right? When Tori got there and clearly, uh, she's on board. So, uh, so we should talk about your career, Jillian. And, uh, you, you did play pro, you put, uh, you have uh, a few caps on uh, the women's national team. Uh, pretty dope, pretty dope. Okay. <laughs> I know it's like, I know it's Tori's day, but let's talk yeah. about Jill. <laughs> but, um, what is, uh, I guess, uh, how, how did you get to where you are? What is the goalkeeper Institute and, and sort of the, the goal for all of, all of that? I mean, yeah. So when I was like 10 years old, I went to the Olympics and I got to see our U S women's national team win an Olympic medal. And I turned to my grandmom that day and I said, I want to do that. And she laughed at me. Okay. She laughed at me, you know, Hilarious. similar to what people would say about Tori, how her dreams are crazy. And so I pursued this career. Uh, I got recruited only to two colleges. That was it. Villanova Rutgers went to Villanova, got some really good goalkeeper coaching and that changed my life. And after that, became an All-American, played pro for a while on our national team for five years. And so I attribute all that success back to a good goalkeeper coach who, like, believes in you and wants to empower you with the knowledge that you need and um, motivate you. And so that's what we do in an area where there was nothing when I was growing up. So um, I started the Keeper Institute in 2013. Maria was my first hire. She's now my wife. Apparently, that's how it works. What a beautiful thing. <laughs> what a beautiful thing. Um, and now we get to work with hundreds of goalkeepers a year and help them chase their dreams. How does, what is the, what, the choice? Like when I was a kid and I first played soccer, they made me goalkeeper because I was fat. <laughs> They're like, kid, get in there. You know what I mean? And I wasn't good at it, right? So eventually. Surprise. I, felt, <laughs> I, know, I know. By the way, the lack of sandwiches Spoiler. back there, it really ruins it for it. But I eventually became a pretty good defender, but I didn't continue playing in high school. What is it about, how do you find a child and what, what, what is it in a, in a child's skill set that makes them want to be a goalkeeper? Because it's like, I want to play soccer, but I don't want to go out there and play it. It's yeah. like this, it's this weird you other know, you, position. You know, when you see them ripping off the heads of Barbie yeah. dolls, yeah. Like, they, yeah. they're a little different. My that something's a keeper. little off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's usually the first cue. Yeah. <laughs> they take a snowball to the head and they don't flinch like that kid's a keeper. <laughs> I think it's different for everybody. And but you guys are now like have an academy. So like, what do you see oh. in a lot of different kids. When you yeah. see like, <laughs> what happens when you see like a striker and you're like, nah, that kid's going to be a keeper in the future. What is it that you notice? Yeah. I mean, sometimes I feel like, like you said, the most unathletic kids are now goalkeepers. Right. Um, but it was the opposite for me. I mean, we lost every game six zero that year, but I was the most athletic kid and I was the tallest kid. And then they put me in. And um, from my second game ever, I was a goalkeeper. And I think that our best athletes need to be goalkeepers, not our worst athletes. Like right. okay. our goalkeepers have to be so quick and powerful and be able to turn on a dime and like organize and communicate and have those leadership skills where someone who's unathletic is you're not really going to do well as a goalkeeper. But no, it's I, true. There's facts. Yeah. <laughs> you're literally staring at it. There's empirical evidence. Yeah. 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 I think also it's just <sighs> being courageous as a kid. And like you said, not being afraid to take a ball off the face. And uh, for me, I played an all boys team when I was a kid and none of the boys wanted to play in the goal. They just wanted to play on the field because they were scared of getting hit with the ball. Right. So I was like, well, I'll do it. And that's how I got stuck there for the rest it's of my It's always someone's like, fine, I'll do it. And yeah. next thing you know, they're like, pro. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's always like somehow you found this thing you love by, you know, by happenstance. When one of my, the most frustrating things when I hang out with someone who's a goalkeeper or play goalkeeper is we're all watching soccer. There's an amazing goal scored. Everyone's <laughs> half the crowd is enjoying themselves. <laughs> half the crowd is sad. And there's one person, one goddamn person going, well, oh, their footwork was off. <laughs> 
All right, you're ruining the fun yeah. out of the game. It was a screamer. It was this. It was, look at the shot. And they're like, no, everyone else would have stopped that. He's going to get talked to this, 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 or she's going to get talked to that, that, that in, in training. What is happening? Do you, is that how you watch a game now, or can you watch Yeah, you a don't want to watch You don't want to watch. Yeah. You don't want <laughs> You don't want to join in on Soccer yeah, Saturday. No. Yeah. I'm coming over to the Lloyd house. <laughs> if you could barge in, I'm barging in. Kool-Aid <laughs> man. Yeah. Two point yeah. I'm fruit punch. I don't yeah. know what you are. <laughs> I'll be tropical punch. <laughs> there we go. I'm Caribbean. So, <laughs> can you not watch a, a soccer game, or do you focus solely on what the keeper's doing? I mean, it depends. If we know the goalkeeper and goal, we're obviously fans and we're cheering. Like, I don't know Allison Becker, but I'm a Liverpool fan, so I watch that for fun. I'm not going to critique one of the best goalkeepers in the world like right. that often, but I still do it. <laughs> um, but no, typically when we're watching MLS or NWSL, we're like, what were they doing? What right, were they right. thinking? They could have had that. Um, but we're obviously watching with a um, knowledgeable eye and being able to identify different things and have an opinion on who we think is the best and like who should be going to the World Cup, things like that. Yeah, so speaking of that, uh, who 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 stands out from like the goalkeeping class now? Because I know they're uh, like Adriana French was like one of the people that people were always surprised never really got a cap until fairly recently. Uh, is anybody in particular that stands out to you that's just like oh this person's gonna definitely get us uh, you know another World Cup? I mean, I, I feel like, and I don't know because I don't have knowledge of this, but I feel that Alyssa, Ashlyn, and AD will probably be the ones that go. Okay. Ashlyn and is incredible. I've watched I, a few Pride games. She's so good. She's amazing. My I mean, wife she's is my, like, she would be my choice. Yeah. I, I love Ashlyn. I think she has a great presence. She's the best 1v1 goalkeeper in the entire world. Yeah, she can't strike the ball as far as some other goalkeepers, but I want a goalkeeper who can keep the ball at the back of the net. Yeah. yeah. yeah can't I'm, you just get the center back to come back and kick the ball? I mean, is, that big, <laughs> is it that big of a deal? Yeah, at the World Cup, you're going to yeah. have your center back come back and take your goal kick. Yeah. <laughs> The sweeper too. <laughs> Ooh, let's back. Sweeper stopper. The old WM's coming back. Like, I mean, if if you're a great goalkeeper, this one thing that doesn't necessarily equate to you stopping a shot shouldn't keep you from playing. It, I think it's certainly important. And when you play on the U.S. Women's National Team, you're using your feet way more than you're using right. your hands. I mean, you're there to be an outlet to solve pressure, um, to initiate the attack, and it certainly is super important. Um, but at the end of the day, I want that goalkeeper who's going to come up with that one big save and do everything else that they're supposed to do. So in my opinion, that would be Ashlyn. Would you, how do you feel about, or this is for all three of you, how do you feel about the way goalkeeping seems to be changing where it is becoming one of the sort of quote unquote, the 11, you know what I mean? It seems like a lot of goalkeepers, Ederson seems to be leading the charge there, but it seems like you're now just as an important part of the buildup of the play as where previously you have like your, you know, your Brad Friedels and stuff that just were like, I'll kick it. And then you guys to deal with it. Yeah, It's like the, the attack starts with the goalkeeper. Yeah. Now. Mm-hmm. Or Tiago Moda, who was like, I consider them a midfielder, which is like, okay, well, Tiago, you need to stop smoking. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. Midfielder? <laughs> At least center back. Give us something, you know? Well, su- super important. I mean, Zach Steffen had, like, an assist in the, of assist a couple weeks. Maybe it was last week yeah. where yeah. the ball yeah. went assist, from him. second assist. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's really important. And be- just being able to solve pressure and being an outlet to keep the ball and retain possession has been become so important. It's hard to get possession back, and you can – beat teams in transition. So being able to start the attack like a Jordan Pickford is going to be super important. And matter of fact, I think that's his X factor. Why he's actually on the team is because he can start transition and create opportunities for his team on the attack. Is that something that maybe previously, like when you guys were coming up, you didn't really focus on footwork as much. And now that's like an integral part of the game. If you're a goalkeeper, because it seems to me like I remember when I was young, someone said like, all right, dude, like athleticism, not your thing. But if you want to be something, they're like, 
catcher, pitcher, or like the long snapper. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like these specialty things. No one else is doing it. Go do that. And like, I wouldn't have to work on other stuff, but now it seems like that's part of like, if you're in the future, if you're going to play soccer, you need to be someone who's just as good as a midfielder with the ball. If you're a goalkeeper, which probably 10 years ago, didn't really matter as much. That was like a cool thing you could do. Right. Yeah. I mean, when I was, when I got to college, I did not take my own goal kicks. I couldn't get them outside the 18. No lie. Serious. Could not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I grew up in a single family. How to family. go backwards. <laughs> I grew up in a uh, single parent home, so my mom couldn't take me everywhere. And I had one soccer ball and I used to put freaking olive oil on my soccer ball and bring it to practice. So it looked shiny and new. Like that's how that's I had one ball. And so that might I, be the most Jersey thing. I've ever heard. Yeah. Like, no, seriously. Put like, a little olive oil. A little EVO like I, I wasn't getting a new ball. That was it. I wanted it to look nice and shiny and presentable. I would shine my boots at every training and, and, um, game, but I had one ball, so who am I going to play with with one ball and take goal kicks? Right, yeah. and no one to teach me to how to take goal kicks in the ghetto of Vineland, New Jersey. Right. So <laughs> when I got to college, I had like a bag of balls and a field to go every day. Yeah, yeah. So I learned how to strike a ball every day before and after practice. Um, and so being able to distribute the ball was a complete afterthought. Complete afterthought. I, I'm curious how how do goalkeepers develop? Uh, I guess almost like their personalities as far as screaming at their center backs, right? This seems to be a very common. I mean, it seems to be like a. I don't know if it's a thing where coaches are like. Uh, they're basically the coach, right? To some degree, like on the on the pitch, they're like the other captain. Yeah, we always say that they being a goalkeeper is synonymous for being a, a leader. On right. the team, you don't have an option. Yeah, whether you are to be a leader or not, if you're you can't in be position, a quiet goalkeeper. You can't be a quiet goalkeeper. Honestly, I could never play center back in front of you. You would have made me cry every game. <laughs> the thing is, and I always say this to our kids, is like I was a very vocal goalkeeper, and <laughs> maybe too vocal. Sometimes. That might be the nicest way to put it. Like, <laughs> I, I destroyed some souls. <laughs> However, I feel as though I did a really good job with having relationships with those players that were playing in front of me. So if I was screaming at them in a game, they weren't taking it personally. And they knew that it was because I loved them and our team and I needed them to work harder or do better. What is that balance though? Like, is it one of those things where like, you got to like, all right, let me buy some beers after the game. Like, cause you know, no. maybe I was a little rough. Like where, where's the balance of relationship building? Because if you know, a lot of people don't know that, but defenders are like the last line before the goalkeeper. So it's almost like you guys all treat yourselves like one unit, mm -hmm. the defenders and the goalkeeper is like, well, that's one part of the team. That's like a team in and, of, in and of itself. So what is that balance that allows sort of where you have to like be their friend and like, hey, we're all cool, but also I'm going to, going to ridicule you if you don't get it right because yeah. that's all we see when a goal goes in keeper immediately just blames the center back like what are you doing yeah for sure i think it's important for goalkeepers to know that they have to speak to their players in different manners based on different personalities of the personnel yeah. right if i'm playing center back with maybe someone like jill who's a little <laughs> bit more on the sensitive side then <laughs> maybe my delivery needs to be a little bit better and trust me we would deal with this in our personal lives what about yeah. me <laughs> What is your Tory, delivery? Get again, like sensitive. <laughs> no. Like maybe one of you guys, I can be like, hey, get your shit together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm tough. Yeah. I just want everyone to know that. <laughs> That's the only way I respond, by the way. If someone's like, excuse me, would you mind doing this? I'm like, I'm never doing that. <laughs> I That's guess I don't. Me too. Yeah. So I guess I don't have to do that, is what you're saying? Cool. Optional. Yeah. Oh, it's optional to clear the yeah. ball? Okay. If my wife's like, what are you doing? Why didn't you do this? I'd be like, oh my God, I should do that. <laughs> is there anything uh, particular? that stands out that you have said that you're like, Oh my God, I can't believe I said that to another human being. Did you get a I'll card? never admit. 
<laughs> Didn't you get a card in a game she for says that? Pass. For yelling at your own teammate? I, I may or may not have gotten a card for cursing at my own teammate in college. That is hilarious. That's hilarious. Yeah. It, it takes a lot because it, it can't just be a, a, a you know, it, yeah, a casual a, swear word. It, it wasn't subtle. Yeah. <laughs> I got I got a yellow once because I said kick the shit out of him. <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's because I told him to kick him. He was like, no, it's because you said shit. He's like, oh, so here's another yellow for reminding me. You said kick. I was like, oh, no, that's when the red one comes out. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, my bad. Fun. I also was playing in jean shorts. So, you know, we didn't take it too seriously. <laughs> so um, I did want to talk to you guys because you uh, have uh, worked with Sky Blue, right? Uh, for Shouts to Cloud9. You played for Sky Blue uh, and, uh, and you were coaching with Sky Blue as well. So um, so we were at um, the, the Independent Supporters Council in uh, Dallas at a conference. And uh, so we got to meet uh, the the. Uh, heads of the supporters group cloud nine and sort of uh i i think it's always different when we like we, you read stuff on the news about what's going on with uh, with clubs and all this other stuff and but when you see like a person being like hey look this is what's really going on and it's like a real bummer and it's like a bit of a struggle especially someone who cares so much exactly so yeah. um so yeah th- they were it, th- so just a uh, maybe a quick synopsis of like what was going on and I, uh, the, the, what I read was like, there were issues with like locker rooms, resources. It was just like not much given to the sky blue players to kind of be able to help them do their job. It was almost like a negligence. Yes. So, uh, to, to, you could hear the sighing, <laughs> but yeah. to some degree, I mean, it's a level of frustration. I, I'm curious, like I kind of like what your experience was like. I mean, I, I think this stuff is, is fairly public that people weren't happy with it, but, uh, I think you, since you especially played for the team, you had you have a first-hand experience of what happened. Well, I think first and foremost, we want to thank Cloud9 for bringing awareness to this uh, issue. And when I was on the team, they had representatives at every single game, no matter if it was in Portland, Seattle, or at, or every game. They Shouts would come to Cloud9, to. yeah. Yeah, and they were super supportive um, and really, really were engaged with us and, and helping us try to grow the community of football in that area. Um, but I think, like you said, you heard size from us, and I think what we're really frustrated with is the treatment of players um, not getting what they need to become a professional. So like a lot of these players are coming from more professional environments in college and then coming to our sky blue team where there was no locker rooms, there was no like support groups. There is the stadium was a college stadium, but like, you know, I, I call games in the sec and like these stadiums are amazing compared to what sky blue is playing in. And And, and you see what happens, like the best player in the world, Sam Kerr leaves and Kelly O'Hara leaves because they put in the time and they're just like, we can't do anything anymore and we can't change it and we can't change it from the inside out. And so to better our own careers, we have to leave. Yeah. Which is really sad because they had two of the best players in the world on their team. And now it's, you know, and draft players are like, well, I'm going overseas because I can't go to place for sky blue. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, We were there. We were at the NWSL draft and you know, we were just excited to see it and get to meet some of the uh, the future players in the NWSL. And all the chatter was about how when Sky Blue makes this pick, the player has already said they're not going to play there. And we were like, what is that's when we were first like really made aware because that was before we got to the uh, to Dallas. We were like, what's really happening? Because we had heard chatter that there was like frustration, but we didn't know it was at that level where players were like, no, nah, I'm not going. That's got to be frustrating for someone who put their heart, sweat and te- like, you know, their blood, sweat and tears into helping that 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 team develop. And then we meet the supporters who are like, we're putting our all we're putting our money on the line. We're going to these things. We're going to you can hear them chanting at the NWSL draft and 
all of a sudden it's like they, you guys care way more than the owners do. Yeah. It's unfortunate because I think they do have players who really do care and they have a coaching staff that really does care. I mean, Denise is their coach now and she was my biggest advocate when I was a player. And she, she was the first person that told me, Jill, you're going to play on the national team one day. And she used to get up. I mean, at like 7am or we would train at 7am every day. Uh, she, I wouldn't pay her. She would just do it out of the kindness of her heart. Cause she wanted to help me. And I truly do believe in Denise. I think she's a great, great coach, great person. Uh, I just think with the lack of resources, it's difficult for her to do her job and do her job well, where she's having to worry about housing and all these things instead of tactics and instead of football. And like, Hey, where are we going to practice today? And is, is the grass going to be cut or we're at a town field. So like, Hey, am I going to be able to train or is it going to be too slow? Um, so it's, it's really unfortunate. And I think that there's definitely been opportunities to move facilities okay. to maybe sell the team. Um, but I mean, from what we know now that they're trying to make it better. So I guess that's all they can do from here on out. That's yeah. a good, uh, so they're stepping into the right, they're moving in the right yeah. direction. Yeah. I think at the very least, like, uh, you know, we were talking before, I'm like, it's not, I'm not personally here to just like trash sky blue. It's like, I think it's uh, sort of similar to what cloud nine is doing. It's just like raising some awareness. Cause, cause there is, uh, you have I, to learn from your mistakes. So sometimes you have to call those mistakes out. Exactly. And, and we had, uh, Yal Laverbush on the show, uh, and she had, uh, she had, um, she had tweeted uh, just like a, a kind of nice statement saying like if you are a fan of women's soccer it might be even if you can't go to games buy season tickets somewhere support a team help the league grow uh, and it'll be a good start so that's like a, a thing just in general just to, so it can be, sort of be on our minds and if we can help Sky Blue in a, in a way that will lead to these better resources I think that is a thing that should be done do you think it would help like in Europe it seems like a lot of the, the, uh, the women's teams are associated with the men's team do you think that would help in America? I mean, it certainly would help. Um, shared resources wouldn't hurt anyone. It's kind of happening in Orlando, right? And in Orlando. Portland. And in Portland. Portland. Yeah. But there are some other successful Houston. clubs. Yeah, there are some other successful clubs without an MLS support. Yeah. Um, but it's like complete buy-in. Like the Seattle owner is amazing and just completely giving his team whatever they need and having one of the best coaches and, and some of the best players on their team and they're happy. They're happy with where they are and what and that they're getting better and they're developing their careers and stuff. So it can be done. It's just maybe a little harder. Um, but what Orlando is doing is incredible. Yeah. That, that's incredible. Actually, I have a, when uh, Ali and, and Ashlyn announced their engagement, I showed uh, my wife and uh, she saw the picture and she's like, wait a minute. I know her. I'm like, Ashlyn, you know, Ashlyn, I'm like how you ain't from there. You know what I mean? And she's like, no, I know her. She's like, I follow her on Instagram. She's amazing. She's like, I love her style. She's like, she's a goalkeeper. And I was like, what world am I in? You know, I was like, she's just like, she's like, I remember when she cut her hair. She was like, my wife sees her as like a style maven. Oh yeah. You know? She's like a fashion icon yeah. as well. And I was like, she's like, yo, she's so badass." And I'm like, yeah, Ashlyn yeah. is. I'm like, well, we had her wife or her future wife on our podcast. She's like, oh, I should listen. I'm like, all right. I don't even know. How are we now? Now she's interested. Yeah, yeah. Now you get into it. I think what, what do you have you seen some of the scenes that's going on in Europe with the Juventus completely selling out their stadium uh, for the women's team and and just some of the way that these uh, some of the teams are being supported out there. Do you think that's good or do you think that's a sign that maybe some of the American players are going to start leaving here and going to Europe? I don't know. I, I truly believe, though, that this is the best league in the world. Um, every game is super competitive. There's n typically not blowouts like you right. would see in other leagues where maybe one or two teams are good and, and everyone else is, is struggling. Um, I think our, our league is the best in the world, and I think players should want to stay here and develop our game here. And 
be trailblazers for the next generation of young players and and grow the league. I mean, it's the most successful women's league so far in the U.S. after three, two or three failed attempts. So yeah. they're doing something right. Yes, yeah, some teams can clean up some areas, but they're doing things right. And and players are happy. And that's why they're staying. Yeah. And there's no team named after like a scam Internet phone. Thing. So we were moving in the right direction. Are you making fun of Are my magic about, check? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, the, guy, the owner got arrested, didn't he? No, he didn't get arrested. <laughs> yes, he did. It turned out to be You're a scam. Close to him uh, there. <laughs> magic Jack was a scam, wasn't it? No, it not wasn't the team, a scam. the actual product. I mean, I don't think so. You're like, I still use it. <laughs> I don't have an iPhone. I just plug these into USBs as I go about my day. I love my Magic Jack and my DSL connection. Yeah. 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 And now no one's paying me to say that. Yeah. Now, where can I plug in this record player? <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, so the, the World Cup is coming up uh, this summer. Uh, are you guys excited about it? Is there any... Um, I, I feel like this is one of the few times where the... U- I don't know. I'm not going to say the U.S. is not the favorite, but it's like the competition is definitely, definitely oh, yeah. growing and getting a lot better. And, and we saw it in the She Believes Cup that the U.S. is not just uh, running through these teams. So, Which, uh, by the way, shouts to us because it's because America was so good that everyone kind of caught up, right? Yeah. Uh, same <laughs> and women's you're welcome. rights. You're welcome. And women's rights. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. Please, please excuse my feminist wife. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, know, please let it go. Girl. No, no, no. Title and I had nothing to do with it. Yeah. It was mostly just us playing. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. We're just in- Incredible. <laughs> uh, so what? Yeah. What? How do you feel uh, uh, about this upcoming World Cup? I'm wow. They're excited. Okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I thought that hesitation was ominous. No. 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 I still think the U.S. is favorites to win. I mean, Clearly. our athleticism plus our young, talented players who are bringing like a, a tactical awareness to the game and their technique is amazing. Um, I still think that we're heavy favorites. Our bench is so deep. We have some of the best players in the world. Um, the best spine, I think, in in the entire world. So, I mean, I think we're heavy favorites. Okay. Yeah. I know in the past, Jill, uh, way back in the past, Jill was uh, sort of, uh, you know, one of the big knocks against her is she didn't play a lot of the youth players. She didn't play a lot of the young players. And I think you could see that there, maybe that was like a sign of like kind of a, ju- a golden generation to some degree, right? But what do you who do you think is like someone that if, if someone's starting to pick up women's soccer now for the first time, and you know all the big names, right? You know all the people that are that are been popular for a long time. Who are some of the young players that they should look out for that are like really going to shock everybody? Is there anyone that you guys that comes up to mind? We've recently become bigger Julie Ertz fans. I yeah. Think. yeah. And she's awesome. And she's willing to take a tackle and she's willing to fight for her team, which I think is one area of question mark. Um, and some of like the younger players is there's no doubt that they're very talented, but are they willing to like fight in a bloodbath? Right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 This is Sparta. So. Yeah, you certainly need that enforcer in there. Um, I'm a huge Lindsay Horan fan. I think that she can do it on both sides of the ball, 18 to 18. Um, she can set people up. She can score on set pieces. She's always a threat. But the young players like Rose Lavelle, Mal Pugh have come in. and Calabrico, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Having that yeah. fiery kind of energy. Danny yeah. Calabrico, I think. Well, she was at our show. And she was on stage with us at our show in, uh, in, in Chicago. And afterwards, I, we followed each other. And I, she posted a clip. I was like, "Damn, <laughs> she takes people out." Yeah, when yeah. She wants. Big, yeah, it was a bloodbath on stage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She was amazing. She got the real heart. <laughs> yeah, she hilarious too. Yeah, it's always kind of. I almost am dumbfounded at the end of NWSL seasons when the Red Stars don't do better than they do. Sure. Like, they have so much talent and Colaprico in the middle setting up like Sam Kerr. Sam, yeah. I yeah. mean, yeah. they mm-hmm. should be favorites to win the league, in my opinion. But I that's don't know. fair. 
Uh, Dope as jerseys, though. Yeah. Yeah. I love their kits, man. I wish you could, yeah. let's make a double XL, will you? <laughs> <laughs> Who would you get? I would, I'd probably get, I'd probably get Calaprico just cause I'd be afraid of her, uh, tackling me. Gordon, also Gordon. Cause our friend is, uh, is dating her at the, at the moment. Sarah L. Oh, Gordon. Sarah yeah. Gordon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the, uh, yeah, I love the red stars kit in general. It looks like the flag. It's so yeah, dope. It's cool. I kind of wish the Chicago fire had that, you know what I mean? Like as opposed to going with this red, like that, that sort of. Uh, skyish blue, mm-hmm. not to use. Oh, yeah. I throw the yeah. ish in there. And <laughs> yeah. the, the five yeah, stars, yeah. so dope. Uh, and they have that dope zip up jacket that looks like mine, but it's those colors. I need to get her. I need to get. I'm her. all about merch right now. <laughs> yeah. 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 I need to get a Rapino jersey. That's that. That's the uh, one that just a, you just throw a legend on your back like yeah, that. Right? I, you're, you're only ten yeah. years overdue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, let me go order my Mia Ham jersey yeah. as well. See, I'm gonna be. I'm just gonna be like, yo, you ever heard of Amelia Rapino? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you don't know. You don't. Know things I know. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you're not up on these youth players yeah. as I am. New and upcoming. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, well, guys, th- this has been unreal. Thank you so much for joining us on the show. So, uh, where can people find uh, the Keeper Institute? Well, they can visit us at www.thekeeperinstitute.com. That was yeah. Don't forget to go to www. And then, yeah. Or just at the Keeper Institute on Instagram. Okay. Nice. Yeah. yeah. And, and so, and, and in general, it's uh, the purpose is to, to get young kids and obviously teach them, teach them all, all the ways of, uh, of goalkeeping. Yeah. We have like a holistic approach. So we try to educate them on every aspect of the position. So from the technical and tactical side um, to the mental side, we show them video, we have a performance coach. So it's kind of like a one-stop shop for goalkeepers. What's a, I'm just curious. What's a mental uh, exercise? Uh, what, what, how do you introduce that meant the first? How mental- long do you have? Yeah. You, just, <laughs> you just kick ball with them, see if they flinch. Just like, yeah, if I wanted to get into goalkeeping and I was starting out, what would be the first mental exercise I would kind of go through? You can't hear this, but they all just went like, you ain't got it. Like, like, we can already tell we sized you up. Yeah. Yeah, you was weak, it, son. Was it the really wanting a Megan Rapino? <laughs> you could pass for Nani, though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 Nani all the time. <laughs> How young, how young do you guys train? Eight. Eight, eight years yeah. old, yeah. So if you have a seven-year-old who who just headbutt, don't send them. Their other sibling <laughs> <laughs> for no reason. Sign them up to become a goalkeeper next year. <laughs> All right. Well, so uh, follow them uh, at uh, the goalkeeper. Uh, goal the, 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 no, the, the keeper. The keeper institute. You guys are great. Thank you uh, so much. So we usually always wrap the show by uh, we just scream like the cooligans to the camera. You know exactly. Right. What so you know exactly uh, how it all works. Uh, so I'll, uh, I'll wrap up the show. So. For Tori Cosaro, for Maria Lloyden, for Jill Lloyden. My name is Christian Polanco. I'm Alexis Guerrero. And together, what are we? The, the, the Cool! cool.